0: Chapter 13 The Stealing of the Boys and Calves by Brahma. Sukadev Goswami was very much encouraged when Maharaj Purkat asked him why the cowherd boys did not discuss the death of Agasura until after one year had passed. He explained thus My dear king, you are making the subject matter of the transcendental pastimes of Krishna fresher by your inquisitiveness. It is said that it is the nature of a devotee to constantly apply his mind, energy, words, ears, etc., in hearing and chanting about Krishna. This is called Krishna consciousness. And for one who is wrapped in hearing and chanting Krishna, the subject matter never becomes hackneyed or old. This is the significance of transcendental subject matter in contrast to material subject matter. Material subject matter becomes stale and one cannot hear a certain subject for a long time. He wants change. But as far as transcendental subject matter is concerned, it is called nityanavana This means that one can go on chanting and hearing about the Lord and never feel tired, but will remain fresh and eager to hear more and more. It is the duty of the spiritual master to disclose all confidential subject matter to the inquisitive and sincere disciple. Thus, Sukadev Goswami began to explain why the killing of Agasura was not discussed until one year had passed. Sukadev Goswami told the king Now hear of this secret with attention. After saving his friends from the mouth of Agasura and after killing the demon, Lord Krishna brought his friends to the banks of the Jamuna and addressed them as follows. My dear friends, just see how this spot is very nice for taking lunch and playing on the soft, sandy banks of the Jumuna. You can see how the lotus flowers in the water are beautifully blown and how they distribute their flavor all around. The chirping of the birds, along with the cooing of the peacocks, surrounded by the whispering of the leaves in the trees, combine to present sound vibrations that echo one another. And this just enriches the beautiful scenery created by the trees here. Let us have our lunch at this spot, because it is already late and we are feeling hungry. Let the calves remain near us and let them drink the water from the jamuna. While we engage in our lunch taking, the calves may engage in eating the soft grasses that are in this spot. On hearing this proposal from Krishna, all the boys became very glad and said, Certainly, let us all sit down here and take our lunch. Then they let loose the calves to eat the soft grass. Sitting down on the ground and keeping Krishna in the center, they began to open their different boxes brought from home. Lord Krishna was seated in the center of the circle, and all the boys kept their faces toward him. They ate and constantly enjoyed seeing the Lord face to face. Krishna appeared to be the whorl of a lotus flower, and the boys surrounding him appeared to be its different petals. The boys collected flowers, leaves of flowers, and barks of trees and placed them under their different boxes, and thus they began to eat their lunch, keeping company with Krishna. While taking lunch, each boy began to manifest different kinds of relations with Krishna, and they enjoyed each other's company with joking words. While thus enjoying lunch with his friends, Lord Krishna's flute was pushed within the belt of his cloth, and his bugle and cane were pushed in on the left-hand side of his cloth. He was holding a lump of foodstuff prepared with yogurt, butter, rice, and pieces of fruit salad in his left palm, which could be seen through his petal-like finger joints. The Supreme Personality of Godhead, who accepts the results of all sacrifices, was laughing and joking, enjoying lunch with his friends in Vrindavan, and thus the scene was being observed by the demigods from heaven. As for the boys... They were simply enjoying transcendental bliss in the company of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. At that time the calves were pasturing nearby, entering into the deep forest, allured by new grasses, and gradually went out of sight. When the boys saw that the calves were not nearby, they became afraid for their safety and immediately cried out, Krishna! Krishna is the killer of fear personified, Everyone is afraid of fear personified, but fear personified is afraid of Krishna. By crying out the word, Krishna, the boys at once transcended the fearful situation. Out of his great affection, Krishna did not want his friends to give up their pleasing lunch engagement to go searching for the calves, and therefore he said, My dear friends, you do not need to interrupt your lunch. Go on enjoying. I am going personally where the calves are. Thus, Lord Krishna immediately started to search out the calves in the caves and bushes. He searched in the mountain holes and in the forests, but nowhere could he find them. At the time when Agasura was killed and the demigods were looking on the incident with great surprise, Brahma, who was born out of the lotus flower growing out of the navel of Lord Vishnu, also came to see. He was surprised how a little boy like Krishna could act so wonderfully. Although he was informed that the little cowherd boy was the supreme personality of Godhead, he wanted to see more glorified pastimes of the Lord. And thus, he stole all the calves and cowherd boys and took them to a different place. Lord Krishna, therefore, in spite of searching for the calves, could not find them, and he even lost his boyfriends on the banks of the Jamuna, where they had been taking their lunch. In the form of a cowherd boy, Lord Krishna was very little in comparison to Brahma. But because he is the supreme personality of Godhead, he could immediately understand that all the calves and boys had been stolen by Brahma. Krishna thought, "Brahma has taken away all the boys and calves. How can I alone return to Vrindavan? The mothers will be aggrieved." Therefore, in order to satisfy the mothers of his friends, as well as to convince Brahma of the supremacy of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, he immediately expanded himself as the cowherd boys and calves. In the Vedas it is said that the Supreme Personality of Godhead expands himself in so many living entities by his energy. Therefore, it was not very difficult for him to expand himself again into so many boys and calves. He expanded himself to become exactly like the boys, who are all of different features, facial and bodily construction, and who were different in their clothing and ornaments and in their behavior and personal activities. In other words, everyone has different tastes. Being an individual soul, each person has entirely different activities and behavior. Yet Krishna exactly expanded himself into all the different positions of the individual boys. He also became the calves, who were also of different sizes, colors, activities, etc.? This was possible because everything is an expansion of Krishna's energy. In the Vishnu Purana, it is said, Parasya Brahmana Shakti, whatever we actually see in the cosmic manifestation, be it matter or the activities of the living entities, is simply an expansion of the energies of the Lord, as heat and light are the different expansions of fire. Thus expanding himself as the boys and calves in their individual capacities and surrounded by such expansions of himself, Krishna entered the village of Vrindavan.